Office Podcast. Louis T here, back with another episode. So this episode, we're going to discuss Spotify. I'm sure everybody has a Spotify membership. If you don't, then I don't know where you are in this world, but everybody's pretty much on Spotify. And all these other platforms, um, Apple, Tidal, Google Play, there's a whole bunch of different streaming platforms, YouTube Music. There's so many of them that that I'll probably go crazy just um, announcing them and trying to get pinpoint to every single one of them because there's a lot of different streaming platforms worldwide. I know that because I upload music to, uh, to DistroKid, and when I'm on DistroKid, the music goes up to Amazon Music, it goes to Angamai, it goes to Apple, it goes to MediaNet, it goes to Deezer, Instagram as well. You can also put your music up and it goes up to Instagram, Google Play, which is slash YouTube, iHeartRadio, you got Claro Musica, you got iTunes, you got KKBox, you got Napster. Napster's still alive. If you thought Napster went away, no, it's still alive. There's still certain people that use Napster. You got Pandora, which is kind of like, you know, the dinosaur era of it. Uh, Savon, Spotify, and Tidal, you know. So these are the main big, big, big um, role players of this type of um, technology when it comes to streaming. So this company, Spotify Technologies, was founded in 2006 in Stockholm, Sweden. The headquarters are out of there, Stockholm, Sweden. Um, I guess it wasn't publicly traded until, because when I look it up, it didn't come out on the market until April 6, 2018, and it came out at a whopping $147.92. It did a major drop. In 2018, December, which most markets crashed that that um, month in 2018. If you pay attention, the market crashed 28 in December 2018, but Bitcoin rised after all other markets crashed. So just just to touch on that, if you if you're thinking it's a bubble, yeah, keep you, you better get a needle and pop your own bubble because all. All big markets crashed and all money was poured into that market. And that's when it rose to $20,000 a piece. So if you keep thinking that it's a, it's a scam and that it's, it's, um, it's a bubble, good luck to you, my man. Cause 20 years from now, you're going to be like, Oh shit, it, it wasn't a bubble. Remember, even when the internet was first came out, it was considered a bubble. Everything is considered a bubble. That's the way they do it. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. You're not going to get anywhere. Stop fucking believing the bullshit, man. Do some research and understand to the understand the technology. And I'll do a podcast about that down the line. I don't want to do one now because it's doing certain things on the market. And maybe people will think that I'm just covering it because, because it's doing it's in a in a it's in a bull market right now. But that's not the intention. So back to this, Spotify, it dropped in 2018 to $106, and now it is currently at $124. It was founded in 2006. I never heard about this company until recently, but it's been around for a long, long time. And now they've acquired Gimlet Media, Cutler Media LLC, Spotify AB, Lord, Anchor FM, 
and Crowd Album Inc. And this podcast is being brought to you by Anchor FM. Which Anchor does is I upload it to Anchor and then it spreads it out to all these platforms that I just finished mentioning to you so that you can stream this. So Spotify Technology SA is a Swedish media services provider founded in 2006. The company's primary business is its audio streaming platform that provides DRM-protected music and podcasts from record labels and media companies. The founder is Daniel E.K. Martin Lorenzen. They launched it in October 2008, which was 10 years ago, and it was founded in 06. So they have over 4,000 employees, and now you can get yourself a membership for $10 a month, and you got your Spotify. Now, I've been reading some things that on Spotify, they're probably still working on this technology. They're going to get it to a level where, as a musician, you can upload directly to Spotify, which means you're going to cut out all these um, distribution labels, which are TuneCore, DistroKid, and major labels. You're going to be able to do this direct. So that's going to stir up the market once that is put into play. I don't have all the details or information about how true that is, but I have read some articles that down the line, you're going to be able to die to upload directly to Spotify, which means you record something now and you'll be able to just upload it straight to the platform, which means you're cutting out the middleman. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. Fuck the middleman, you know? Rest in peace. But that's basically what that service is going to be. Cutting out the middleman and you're going to be able to upload your music directly to the platform and get your royalties and all your fees. Obviously, pay pay whatever whatever relationship you develop with Spotify, you'll be able to, to make more money. Because imagine, when you upload to DistroKid TuneCore, they take their cut. And then when it's up to the platform is when you get your cut. So you're losing money by dealing with the middleman. So I can't wait to see that when it actually rolls out. And just to touch on a few things, Swedish music streaming service Spotify has become the first to reach 100 million paying subscribers. The firm raked in nearly 1.7 billion in the first three months of this year. So they made $1.7 billion just in three months of 2019. And more and more people are subscribing. And now that they got the, the merge with Hulu and they're going to keep buying more, more streaming networks. That's why they're catching almost all these, um, these networks with, uh, with podcasts because they, they want to be the main foundation where, where all of this stuff is being, um, provided and all this content is being uploaded to their main platform. So it comes a year since it started selling its shares in New York and despite fierce competition from the likes of Apple, Amazon, and Google. So yeah, it's only been a year since since it's gone public. And in a year since, they made $1.7 billion. That's a nice return. And this is a company that was thought of 2006. So again, it goes to show you patience comes a long way. And a lot of these companies... You got to understand that it takes a long time for them to get to where they need to get to. This company obviously did something right and the whole world is trying to get to trying to get to to this platform to just listen to music. Remember back in the days when you had to listen to music on CDs and tapes? 
and MP3 players and iPods and all of that. Now you can simply go on Spotify and just listen to unlimited music for as long as you like. That's crazy. So it says, Maruz Mar is a co-founder and managing partner at Tails Capital and co-founder in Pirate Studios and says innovation has been key. The other tidbit in these results is the success of, in, of the Indian launch, writes Nick, Nicholas Hyatt. Spotify only launched its India service at the end of February with a bunch of bespoke playlists. Now it has 2 million users in the country. With customers outside Europe and the Americas accounting for just 10% of subscribers, the potential in cracking such a populous and potential high-growth country would be huge, Hyatt adds. Wow, so, so customers outside Europe and the Americas accounting is just 10% of the subscribers? Man, they're going to be breaking in tons and tons of cash in the near future, once this platform starts expanding to other countries. And you know, people love music. People love listening to their music. I know when I was at work, I would, uh, I would just throw on the, 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 the headphones and rock out all day listening to music while I was doing my work. You know, music kind of helps. It helps a lot. Keeps you calm. It keeps you motivated. Keeps you inspired. So I don't see nothing wrong with with allowing workers to listen to music. And especially, I think that companies should should have these types of memberships. Companies should give this to employees because a happy employee is a more productive employee. Now, he's not going to be blasting the music as long as you make him sign a document, let him know, hey, listen, if you're streaming the music, make sure it's up to your volume and that you're being productive and you're going to be evaluated at the end of the month based on, you know, how much work you've been doing, blah, blah, blah. So Spotify should be enforced in the workplace. Maybe this is something that we'll see down the line. Maybe when you go for a new job, they're going to give you a Spotify membership because music does help. Music is one of the most important elements of life. If I didn't have music, I wouldn't be inspired because it takes music sometimes to get you motivated and up, up and going with your day to day. So cu customer growth came in towards the top of Spotify's expectations with particularly strong numbers for premium subscribers. Boom. But we think some of the most encouraging news is the positive reaction to recent product launches aimed at content producers. The group has been investing heavily in its podcasting platform with tools that allow podcasters to view stats on listener demographics, locations, and engagements attracting more than 20,000 users a month. So podcasts, if you're listening and you think you can't do what I do, believe me, you can. It's very simple. Everybody has a different flavor of what they want to listen to. I like to inform you on companies so that you can be aware. You might have an idea talking about pencils. And you can get your own market about people that want to listen about pencils. Believe it or not, it might already exist. And Spotify is already all over this. So what is this showing you? This is basically showing you that podcasting is going to be like, it's the new YouTube wave. 
Remember when YouTube came out? I covered YouTube on episode one. All those dudes that, that saw the vision and kept uploading, uploading, and have millions of subscribers now is because they caught that trend early. So with this, if you can do something, even if it's once a week that you're doing a podcast, you can do some and upload it to Spotify, you, you might be down 10, 15, 20 years from now, you might be one of the leaders in this type of space. So I recommend for everyone to do a podcast. You got the Anchor app, which is real simple. You can you can record it right on your phone and upload it straight from the phone. And that's it. You set it and you forget it. And it's remember, the key is to be yourself. Just be yourself. Be yourself, be natural, and do your thing. Because Spotify, obviously, there's there if if they had this vision in 2006 of hey, why don't we make a platform where music can be streamed. I bet you they looked at them like they was crazy, right? Look at them now, though. 1.7 billion in three months. So I guess they weren't crazy. I guess they were right. So I'm going to assume that they are right with what they're seeing and all these companies that they're buying in the uh, podcasting space. Obviously, they see something. It might not happen now, it's not going to happen now in 2019. This is all going to take time. I see all of this being out in full and full rollouts in 2030, which is 10 years from now because we're halfway into the year now. More advanced tools are being rolled out across the music streaming business too. In an, indus in an industry where competition for content is heating up, being able to offer detailed insights to content creators is a valuable tool. So everyone's going at it. All these streaming platforms, they're going at it. They're trying to make sure that they reach the most customers before the next company does it. And Spotify is definitely, definitely doing their thing. And it's very slick how they did it. You know, sign up to the premium. We'll give you Hulu for free. That's, that's a marketing strategy. Who knows? Maybe soon they're going to be like, Sign up for this and we'll give you this platform for free. What if they merge with Netflix? Mm, did you think about that? Because Netflix is in the hot seat right now. If they merge, I think, I think that'll be a smart move for them. Merge, they're making tons of money. And if they merge and, and then package it at, at a nice rate where they can be in the green, in the black, like I'm saying, black is when you're, when you're in the good. Slash green, you know, when you're in good and good profits, hey, who knows? Who knows? I'm just talking crazy, right? But these are smart business moves, smart ideas. They probably are having these meetings. Remember, these are billionaires, man. These guys are loaded. And they have, and there's dudes with money that are bored. These billionaires are bored. They're bored and they're willing to spend his money on whatever. So they hit 100 million premium subscribers. Music streaming service Spotify says that the number of paid subscribers in its premium service has hit 100 million. Announcing his results for the first three months of the year, Spotify said the overall of monthly active users grew 26% from a year earlier to 217 million. Hmm. Total revenue of the quarter rose 
1.5, which was 33% from a year earlier, but only 1% higher than the final quarter of 2018. Okay. So check this out. Reports of the of the death of the music industry appear to have been exaggerated. The rise of the internet generation and the availability of free tunes on platforms like Pandora and Spotify initially led to plummeting revenue for artists and the labels they work for. So if you're signed to a label, you're, you're not even getting your real value for your music streams. They're taking... And who I don't know how this shit works. How is it that it's calculated? But it's insane how streams are calculated. And I know they cover that on other platforms where they're trying to figure out what the fuck is a stream. I don't know, and I'm not going to get into that conversation. But who determines those prices? And obviously, some people are losing a lot of money. However, a major industry report by the International Federation of the phonographic industry found that streaming could become the top source of global recorded music revenue. The IFPI found that global recorded music revenues jumped 9.7% to reach $19.1 billion last year. Streaming revenues accounted for nearly half of that. Wow. The BBC's Benji Guy went to the IFPI event at London Soho Hotel to find out what led to the turnaround. So let me just read that. Earlier this week, music streaming service Spotify filed a complaint with EU antitrust regulators against Apple, claiming the tech giant is unfairly, unfairly limiting rivals to its own music streaming service. It said Apple's control of its app store means consumers are being denied choice to the tech giant's own benefit. Apple has now hit back saying the audio streaming service wants all the benefits of a free app without being free. Spotify is free to build apps for and compete on our products and platforms and we hope they do, it added. So they're going at it with with Apple. So it says Apple's control of its app store means consumers are being denied choice to the tech giant's own benefit. So key to Spotify's argument is the 30% fee, which it says Apple charges content-based service providers to use Apple, Apple's in-app purchase system. So there's a 30% fee that Apple is charging you. I don't I don't personally have Apple. I remember before I used to I used to have I bought a couple albums on there. And now I can't even listen to those albums unless I like I rebuy them. I don't know. I don't even know how to how to operate that shit anymore. It doesn't doesn't really interest me. I like Spotify. It's real simple. I search what I what I want to listen to and boom, I just let it go and let it be and I and I tune out and I enjoy my music. I don't like going on a platform where shit is complicated and I need to pay this and pay that. Blah, blah, blah. Nah. If I want to support an artist, I go down to the local FYE and I buy the physical copy. That's my whole style. That's how I get down. So it'll be interesting to see where this company is going to be years from now. And I'll wrap it up with that. I'm a Spotify um, user. I use it heavily. Um, I use Anchor, which is affiliated with Spotify, to upload my podcast. 
because it just makes it easy. It makes it real easy for me. I don't have to worry about nothing. I record, upload, and keep it pushing. And this company, we got to pay attention to what else this company is going to be doing because they are going to keep acquiring more streaming platforms. And they will be in your household. This will be a household brand and it'll probably be a company brand too. Like employers are going to start providing this for their employees because music does help. It sounds crazy, my idea, but it will be good. And that way you can actually pay attention. Maybe you can make certain playlists for for certain um work workplaces. That's just my opinion. It's my podcast. I speak on whatever I want to speak on. But definitely pay attention to Spotify and know that don't just use the app. Actually pay attention to what the app is doing because it can be beneficial for you. And this is not financial advice. This is just information for my listeners. Wherever you are, thank you. Corner Office Podcast. Peace out.